welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy from Afar, and with me as always is my co-host, Chuck Bailey. Hello! Guten Tag! Ah, guten Tabend! And on the other line, you know him, you love him, he's the one that makes us sound good, it's super producer Ian Stimson. How are we doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. Raving. Bit weird recording on a Thursday. Yeah, I know. We're going to try and rush this one out before uh, the club football is back. Yes. So today's going to be uh, loose and fast, just like. Uh... <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> giving me a... Maybe I won't. It's going to be loose. It's definitely going to be loose if that's anything to go by. <laughs> yeah. We have we have challenged ourselves with being able to put out an episode unedited so far. So, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but the rundown, we're going to do one part, so it's not going to be a long one this week. We're going to have a news segment, rapid fire news that isn't really rapid and isn't really news. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have emails and questions, and then the upcoming fixtures this weekend. So it should be in and out pretty quickly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and apparently so innu- innuendo laden, apparently, as well. Yeah, I guess it just keeps happening. So let's start off with our rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Ooh. Oh, oh! Ian, ready to go on that. Love He's got that. himself a stylophone. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow, this is definitely how it's going to be from now on. Love yeah, it. calm down, Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> so our first story of the night. UEFA planning a third European club competition from 2021. Going to be breaking up the Europa League teams until that there are three different competitions going of the same size. Do we think that this third competition is going to be of any interest whatsoever, Chuck? Go. I'm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought they were talking about the Nations League, which is already happening. <laughs> and I think with that being so confusing, why add in? I don't know what they're going to call it. Europa Light. Um, are they going to bring back the Intertoto Cup? Is it? <laughs> is it just going to be teams that no one's ever heard of, even more <laughs> so than the Europa League? I don't understand why. Um, no, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't actually know what it is. They didn't give any, like, specific details other than, other than this thing is coming. Uh, but the quote I'm seeing on the BBC News is that the idea would see the Europa League reduced from 48 teams to 32 so that the Champions League, Europa League, and the new competition would all have the same number of competitors. Yeah. So I think basically they're hoping that everyone in the Premier League and La Liga will be playing European League football at some point in the next few years. Right, everybody gets 15 qualifying spots, so Burnley yeah. will have their European adventure. Again. Yeah, participation medals for everyone. Yep, yeah. exactly. Cool, that's uh, news story number one. News story number two, and the one I'm most excited about. Premier League to debut VAR this weekend to be tested at Saturday's 5 3 p.m. matches to see if the VAR room can handle five simultaneous matches. Do we think this is going to go well in take it away it has to go well as in this is what uefa fifa everyone wants pretty much so apart from some fans who i think are stuck in the 50s so yeah i mean it's just it's just a logistics test but ultimately if it goes wrong they'll fix it and it'll be rolled out next year or the year after that i'm sure yeah exactly they're doing i think they're planning on doing 16 games in the premier league this year um now they are trialing it this weekend but the VAR room won't actually be communicating with the ref yeah. at all. So it's a bit of a shame. Like when I first read it, I thought, oh, great, there's actually going to be VAR, but it's yeah. it's not just yet. It's very, very much in its infancy, which is weird because they've used it in like the FA Cup. Um, they've used it in, I don't think they've used it in the lower leagues here, but they have used it across Europe and they've pulled it in. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Like I, I actually miss it from the World Cup. Yeah, it was great. It was something to talk about, and it generally improved decisions. You know, I just don't see the argument against it. Yeah, I, I'm fully on board with you guys. I mean, I, people were saying, oh, this is last, was that last weekend or maybe two weekends ago when Wolves scored that handball goal on City? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, see if we had VAR, this exciting drama wouldn't be happening. I'm like, yeah, it shouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't have been able to cheat and win. Oh, yeah. Not win, draw, but... Yeah, forget drama. I want like the correct decisions to be made. So that that idea is dumb. Yeah, and um, let's not pretend there was no drama at the World Cup with VAR. I mean, 
Yeah, absolutely <laughs> none. It made it so dull. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. <laughs> mental. Absolutely mental. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited for when it finally is officially in. We'll see how this weekend goes. Because that is definitely going to be the challenge for them, is handling five matches at the same time. And not having, like, five different VAR rooms, you know? Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's actually just going to be one group of blokes watching five games five at once. Matches. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that is the hard thing. Oh, oh fuck, that's never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, cancel. Cancel everything I said. That abort, is a dumb abort. fucking idea. Abort. No, yeah. it does not work. Oh, well, they're not going to have, what, uh, 25 different referees and assistant referees spread out across VAR rooms on top of having all the ones at the five matches at the same time? Like, there's not enough people for that. So, logistically, well, like, this has no, to be... No, of course there is. Of course there is. They complain there's not enough great referees. They just get trainee referees in because... Yeah, use uh, them for When bar, you're early and making... Yeah, you're, you're early and you're learning the laws. You know all the laws. They're much more fresh in your mind. And you get to practice those without fear of having a bloke scream in your face. Yeah, and getting a couple of looks at it. Yeah, they'll be uh, and they should be able to manage it. I mean, Soccer Saturday do exactly the same thing. Just bring a load of feeds in, and you, you know they'll just be on the studio floor next to Jeff. Yeah, please don't, <laughs> please don't take that to mean that Ian would like Chris Kamara and Paul Merson in the VAR room. I bloody love Chris Kamara. I won't hear a word said against him. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> amusing to have that happen. <laughs> Was that a penalty? I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love him. Awesome. All right, next news story. Uh, Russian midfielder star Denis Sheryshev from the World Cup <laughs> is being investigated by Spanish anti-doping authorities. If only there'd have been a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we at all surprised there? I mean, clearly the answer is no, right? Like. To be honest, I'm I am surprised. I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> surprised they've been caught. I guess they can pay off um, allegedly <laughs> FIFA, but the Spanish. Yeah, be very careful agency. here. Be very yeah, careful yeah, yeah. here, Oscar. One of, our, one of our ten listeners is uh, a, a lawyer for FIFA and is going to sue us. Yeah, um, sue us if we're lucky. Eleven listeners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, uh, throwback. Nice. Okay, so that, I mean, not much to say there, see, right? It's like, see, so the Russians least... are coming for you now, mate. Say, they're they're like... in the background. <laughs> Shit, they got me already. Uh, yeah, I mean, do we? So, but do we think he'll like get in trouble for it, or like the Spanish people just gonna let him like be whatever? I mean, it's very much <laughs> for the listeners. I just got two simultaneous shrugs from Chuck <laughs> and Stimmers at the exact same time. And they, I think like, they forgot that you can't see shrugs. <laughs> we are not radio professionals, Oscar. <laughs> get away with it. Don't get away with it. I mean, it, it wasn't. they didn't seem to be punished at the Olympics, did they? They just sort of rebranded. It's just Russia zero. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is all largely irrelevant as four hours ago, BBC reported that he'd been cleared of doping violation. Amazing. Right, fine. Oh, so... Right. <laughs> Uh, for our next news story, the U.S. played Brazil recently in the round of friendlies, and DeAndre Yedlin fouled Neymar, and as the ref was going to give him a yellow card, he said, no, 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 no. Did you watch the World Cup? It was a dive. That was Did you brilliant. watch the World Cup? And you can very clearly see him and the referee laughing while Neymar's on the floor rolling around, and he says the words, did you watch the World Cup? DeAndre Yedlin earned a very special place in my heart after that. <laughs> I've got to say, I I fucking love that. Um, just seeing him not giving a shit and going, "Did you see the World Cup? But did you see? Did, but did you see the World Cup? Did you Did you see it? You You saw it, right?" And if I'm not mistaken, he didn't get the yellow card. I think the ref was like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe he felt sorry for him because Yedlin had to watch the World Cup from home. Um, Ooh, I don't all know. right, uncalled for. <laughs> Wow. Jesus. All right, it's going to be Just like fired. that, I guess. And any time Neymar gets mugged off is perfectly fine by me, because yeah. Neymar is prick. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of people who might be watching things at home, our next news story, England are in the relegation zone in the League of Nations <laughs> for UEFA. Hold uh, on. Utter bastard. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I don't believe we are, because Croatia got battered 6-0. Yes, correct. Yes! But you still lost. Brilliant. Still yeah, lost but we're not the matches. shittest, Oscar, and that's what matters. You know that Chuck only aims for 17th. 
So, <laughs> so England not being in the relegation zone, I'm sure he considers a win. Mid-table, mate. Mid-table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Best we can fucking That's more wins than England has lately. Yeah. As, <laughs> as, confusing, as confusing as the Nations League is, I know enough to know that if we don't finish bottom, we're all right. I, I don't know if I can deal with two teams fighting relegation, lads, to be honest. <laughs> uh, when do they fire Southgate and bring Sam Allardyce in? <laughs> oh, God, no. no that, to keep him surely up. Surely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's never been relegated, they all say. He's never been relegated. Allardyce has been relegated? Not from the top flight. That's Yeah, not from the top flight. You're right, I think no. he has been relegated, doesn't he? Yeah, Tony Pulis is the one who hasn't been relegated. Uh, people do spout it about Allardyce, though, but... Yeah. yeah, I think it. Uh, well, I don't know. I've just heard it, but I don't know if it's yeah. true. Yeah, people well, the thing with Allardyce is he can't pull the wool over his eyes, guys. Yeah, can't pull the wool over his eyes. <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah. Um, jokes aside, though, like, what's up with this England team? Are you guys still riding high, or did this kind of bring you down a bit? I would like to posit that it's mostly the World Cup because the World Cup is great, and everyone loves the World Cup, and so just to see England get in it was great. And I do like the idea of this Nations League, but the problem is, is now technically there are three international forms of games running alongside each other at the same time. So trying to figure out what the game actually is, is difficult because there's the Nations League, there's the friendlies, and there is also Euro 2020 qualification games. So I'm not fussed. I didn't watch a single minute of... England, Spain, or England, Switzerland. Um, I didn't know the scores until Oscar told me them about five minutes before we started recording. And I Googled them five minutes before that. Brilliant. Yeah. Well done, lads. Well done. So <laughs> it was most definitely World Cup fever as opposed to England fever. Yeah. Well, newsflash, Kane definitely still looked tired. Didn't he get rested too, like in the other match? Southgate yeah. was like, oh, he needs a day off. He did half an hour, didn't he, or something? Something half like that. Half an hour, yeah. that's all right. Um, Chuck's like, I can do half an hour. <laughs> I fucking can't. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, so I think that transitions us over to the mailbag. We're going to do a big mailbag piece today. Um, so just going to take all the questions that we've been had building up over the last few weeks, and we're going to hit some deep dives and have some interactions with you guys. Big mailbag from three big mailbags. Did you write that one down, Chuck? <laughs> Literally just thought of it. Thank oh, you very much. Just, you would never have guessed. Um, well, yeah, we've got a we've got a bulging sack uh, because we've been saving them up for a while. You definitely wrote that one down, so fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've been saving up a few. So thanks for thanks for sending them in. But we'll, I think we'll go traditional to start with. So Dave Mateo sent us one a couple of weeks ago, which uh, has given, of course, yeah, you've got to give. Uh, due deference to uh, Dave Mateo. So uh, you've had time to think about this now. Uh, so he's asked, if you were to form a five-a-side team but have no players from the traditional top six, who would be in that five-a-side team? Are we are we including ourselves in this team? <laughs> are you picking yourself, <laughs> Jack? You having said you can't complete half an hour. Well, I mean, because he said, like, pick a team around yourself, so it'd be a bit shit if you picked a team and didn't Okay, fair yourself. enough. Where are you playing, Chuck? I mean... On the bench. <laughs> You're the sixth man. I'm, I'm, I'm sixth sub, yeah. Six, rolling sixth subs. Yeah. yeah, rolling subs. Of course, five side, isn't it? Yeah. Mitrovic, off you come, lad. Yeah, Mitro, Mitro, you've had enough, mate. He's had enough. I'm getting a bit worried about you with that little celebration, mate. I don't know what's going on. Are you trying to make a phone call? Are you, are you trying to hear the sea? I don't understand. I don't understand it, Alex. Do you know there's no seashell there, right? Yeah. So is Mitrovic in your team, Chuck? I'm curious. I figured he would be, but... He genuinely is, yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I, I was right about Mitrovic. I was just a month and a half too early. He's been on fire, man. He scored yeah. in the internationals, too. Yeah, he scored two goals against Romania, I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. Scored, <laughs> yeah, let's say. Why not? <laughs> why not? And then he scored three or four goals for Fulham so far. So, yeah, yeah. Mitro's on fire. So yes, he he definitely features up front for me, um, as kind of that gobby guy at five aside who gets under the other team's skin, um, and just abuses them and makes them not think that it's any of it's worth it. Sort of thought that'd um, be your role, but carry on. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> um, That's his role on the podcast. <laughs> hey, I play it well, okay? We stick aces in places, guys. Um, so going right to the back of the team, um, I'd have probably go for Neil Etheridge in goal just to be a little bit left field because he saved a few penalties this year. And I quite fucking like that. hipster. Why is that hipster? Fucking hipster. Why is that fucking hipster? <laughs> By definition, any of the top... If we don't pick the top six, we're going for less popular picks. Is yeah, it, yeah, I guess you don't yeah. have to go as obscure as possible. He's like, oh, I'm taking some guy from League 2 uh, who rides the bench. Cardiff. Far Green Rovers. <laughs> Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. They're about as good as a League Two team, so. Hot takes. Yeah. He saved two, he saved two penalties. Yeah, he's doing well in FPL, isn't he? Two right. penalties. Top scoring goalkeeper in FPL. Say no more. Um, yeah, so I think for kind of close range uh, shots and stuff, he'd be great. Then I've gone for uh, Pereira from Leicester as my kind of defender, because you need to be quite attacking as well in five-a-side. You don't really have a dedicated defender, so you'll be able to get up and down the pitch. And then in the midfield to kind of control things, I've gone for Wilfred Ndidi. Um, nice. Just because okay. I, I really like his name. Ndidi. Indeed I do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I couldn't not go for my boy, my favourite, Wilfred Zaha. Because in five-a-side, you need that player that can... Play the ball off the walls, confuse the teams, run round them, create the space. And yes, Ian, I can see you counting there. That was five people. <laughs> okay, I was just checking with you as well. I was, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I told you I'm sub. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not first sub. Not first sub either. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll go Etheridge, Pereira, and Didi, Zaha, Mitrovic. So a team full of Wilfreds there. Two yeah. Wilfreds? Double Wilf. That's cool. Not often that gets to heaven. Uh, Ian, do you want to go? Yeah. I'm done one. You have none. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. You, we are. We got asked this question like three weeks ago, and you specifically <laughs> said prepare something. Yeah, I said that. And to have you. reminded us of it twice. Yeah. And you sit there and go, "You are a fucking yeah. bastard." <laughs> How dare you? I would not be surprised if Dave Matteo stops listening. <laughs> and you know Jesus what, Dave? Christ. You'd be justified, and I'd allow it, and I'd see the drop in one listener. We would see that's that, like yeah. 20% of our <laughs> and listeners. we would fucking notice it <laughs> yeah. well, you're, you are playing your character well Chuck yeah no I just yeah. I, I wrote down the questions I'll leave it to more knowledgeable people like yourselves <laughs> well there's none to be found here <laughs> dude I picked the Cardiff goalkeeper like it's not that <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll go I'll go oh yeah I'm doing uh, I think I'm doing the same formation as you Chuck I'm doing a diamond well you're um, doing five yeah, there are different formations. I specifically looked up five aside formations. Of course you did. Did yeah. you look up the XG of all the five aside teams as well? <laughs> yeah. You did heat maps. All right, relax. I got Rui, Rui Patricio at the back. Uh, uh, he's good the choice, yeah. Portugal goalkeeper, so it's hard to pick him. And there's going to be a theme with this, but he's good. He's pretty good with his feet, which I like. Um, up in front of him, the defender is Harry Maguire. Also good with his feet. Also nice and big and strong, so he'll, uh, you know, like he can hold, slab hold his yeah. own weight. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then two midfielders in Oriol Romeo and Gilfie Sigurdsson. Um, I know Romeo's kind of a pick out of left field, but when he was at Chelsea, he's genuinely like the best pure tackler I've ever seen play. Um, he has fallen off a bit since moving on to different clubs, but his ability to just like stop a ball dead without having to slide. It's just like his pure tackling was off the charts. And also his passing is really good. He's good with the ball over seat. You know, Spanish guy. So Siggy, self-explanatory. He can score from anywhere. And another dribbler, another guy with good with the ball at his feet, good moving it around. Up front, I got Wilfred Zaha. So we have that in common, Chuck. I was going to say, it would be a bit weird if we actually had completely different teams on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't resist. I, w- I did also... Was tempted to just go with five Palace guys because I just really like that Palace squad. Um, but I figured that wouldn't be fun. So I, I tried to mix it up. <laughs> no, it fucking wouldn't. <laughs> no, too bad Ruben's not at Palace because he would have been straight in my team. Oh, Ruben. First name on the sheet. But... <laughs> oh, rumor, rumors have resurfaced. He's he's not said that the door is completely closed on coming back to Palace. Really? Yep, in oh. January. Right now he said he's trying to learn to increase the tactical aspect of his game under Sarri 
Hmm. Um, and that he expects he's going to start getting minutes as the Europa League gets underway, which it is starting really soon. Because um, he did make the Europa League squad, and Danny Drinkwater did not. So that is, like, at least a hope that he'll get some minutes there. But It's not really saying much, though, to say that he's better than Danny Drinkwater. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of uh, players who are good with the ball at the, their feet, how did the... Um... Danish futsal team get on against Wales? I didn't see it. Does anyone know? Well, the the Danish futsal team mm. didn't actually play against Wales. The real players came back for that game Did and they? Wales lost 2-0. Was it all sorted, was it? Yeah. After after um, the Danish futsal team lost 3-0 to Slovakia <laughs> in what was a very uninspiring performance, <laughs> might I add. Yeah, they all came back and then Christian Eriksen scored two um, against Wales, I believe a penalty. Um, uh, one of them was a penalty, and yeah, I was so upset about that. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I mean the the futsal guys like one of them was like a plumber. Two of them just played five asides. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. It was like the most amateur hour thing. It must have been amazing. Um, so the fact that they only lost two zero to Slovakia is like or three zero three zero to Slovakia <laughs> is embarrassing for Slovakia more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. If uh, the Denmark hadn't have fielded a team, hadn't have fielded a team, they'd have just lost three 0 wouldn't they? Yeah, by default. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might need to bothered. So, didn't really gain anything. Yeah, okay. You gotta feel a bit shit if you are a futsal player, thinking like, right, finally my fucking chance. Here yeah. we go, put in a good, solid defensive performance, only concede three goals. There really aren't that many futsal guys who break through, though. Like, yeah. Other than Ronaldinho, like all the Brazilian players played futsal. But he was, like, legitimately a futsal player before he became a football player. Right, okay. But besides him, I can't really think of anyone else who's, like, come out of that Mm. background. Question-wise, we'll stick with the football theme for now. Uh, Johnny OG, uh, I like this one, but I think we're going to have to take you guys one at a time because it's a few-part question. So uh, we'll go with Oscar first. Uh, Were you, were any of you, but were you good at football? Did you play soccer at school, Oscar? I did, yeah. I played high school and a bit of college as well. Yeah? Any um, good? Although I didn't go to a good college for sports, so that's not impressive at all. Oh, really? Uh, we, were, we were Division III NCAA, which basically means... Um, so, okay. So I went to an all-engineering school for undergrad. Right. Um, where everyone was like a super nerd. So, of course, I was like, oh, I'll walk on to the soccer team. <laughs> and the, the teams that we played against were the University of the Virgin Islands... A culinary school from South Carolina, which is very far away. And the Danish futsal team. Yeah, the team <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was like one team of engineers, one team of chefs, one team of people from the Caribbean, and like So it wasn't the most competitive league, let's say. But, <laughs> yeah. but I was I was decent. Um yeah. I played right back slash right wing back slash right winger on occasion. Um uh-huh. just bombing up and down the left side. The right side, I mean. That's why you weren't doing so well. Yeah, if you're playing right back and bombing up the left side, mate. That <laughs> yes, was... exactly. <laughs> Oscar, get back in position. That's why the coach kept shouting at you, Oscar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your positional awareness was fucking dog shit. <laughs> no, the one thing I was good at was crossing. So, like, I took the corners, I took the set pieces, and I had a decent cross on me. And I could just run for forever. I, you know, I like running. I still run a lot now, so, like, running is just what I was good at, but very English in that way. Just mm. run and then put a cross in. Like, yeah. What about you, Chuck? Uh, same position, actually. I used to play right back. Yeah? Play right back now for my six-a-side team. Um, I say team. We get pissed and then go play football. <laughs> um, but I didn't, re- I didn't really play at school because I went to like a rugby school. Uh, so yeah. there was quite a few years where I didn't really play football at all. But when I was a kid, I used to play all the time. And I used to be quite fearless. So when you're a kid, you get like these summer camps come up that are sponsored by different yeah, clubs. Yeah. And you do like kind of a, a couple of weeks where you where you just go every day and you yeah. play different sports and it's arranged into the age brackets. So when I was in, say, like the seven to ten age bracket, I still used to get picked by the teams really early because even though I was seven, I used to just tackle all the big kids and make them cry. Because um, I was a little shit. In full. Um, the least surprising thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Color me shocked. Yes. Um, but no, the same kind of with rugby. Like, I was quite 
physical for it and I used to be pretty fast as well so same as you I was good like down the wing and the right hand side so I could beat people never really been like super comfortable on the ball or super technical but used to have a good shot on me and um, they again like same as you really able to cross the ball in and, and just play down the right side be quite defensive so did you play more rugby like were there other sports that you guys played well for me it was like rugby in the winter and cricket in the summer and then athletics as well mm. it's kind of what I used to do so rugby um, I had like my growth spurt when I was about 14 so I was about six foot tall um, and then I used to play like number eight in rugby um, then played flanker as well as second row as well um, would have been good for like <laughs> Oscar shaking his head not a clue <laughs> not a clue no. <laughs> you Someone said you picked Someone the two sports I know the least about you're like you could be making words up right now <laughs> I oh, don't cricket. worry, cricket. I never really played. That was just like fuck about in the summer and something to do. Nice, nice. What about you, Stimmers? Did you play sports back in? Uh, did they have sports back when you were in school, or had they not been invented yet? You motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Sorry, what, sorry. What is, what is funny is like I was thinking about this earlier, and like I played football up to about sort of under thirteen, under fourteen before I gave it up, and um, I found a I found an old team picture of me playing. Uh, under 13s or whatever and my hair was already receding then and i was like <laughs> fucking 12 and i've got a widow's peak hairline and it was just i was like oh fuck i've been this has been for a while now i mean now it's obviously coming coming out of the back as well and i've got no chance i have to color it in with a sharpie but um <laughs> yeah so yeah i played a bit of football a light ch- a little bit of rugby not to any uh not to any great standard or anything uh we didn't really bother with cricket at school bit of athletics there's a big athletics club near me so we did do that a bit we sort of and i was just like the longest race possible because i couldn't really sprint so it was just i'll just try and outlast (laughs) people but yeah that was about it really that was about it um johnny also johnny also oh sorry yeah position wise i was left back as well so we were we were all uh we were all fullbacks shit Shit, yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah. yeah yep it's it's not like the 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 modern position now. Just in case there no. are any like young guys listening, maybe in our like twelve listeners, where it's very much like bobbing forward. Yeah. Right back and left back was just like no, you were there and you touched the ball about three times every ninety minutes. I had a manager for about two years who would fucking go mental if you went past the halfway line. And yeah. <laughs> like you're a defender, what are you doing? It's like, well, the, the ball's six feet from me, and I could put a cross in. Like, but he would go fucking mental. That's interesting. That's really different from how it was here. Like, I mean, you know, that's why our fullbacks, the American fullbacks, are all like basically wingers, like DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah. Because they always just had us bombing all the way up. Like, I, yeah. I was more of a right winger slotted in at the right back position than anything else. Yeah. But that wasn't soccer. Wasn't like my main sport. I did a lot of distance running, so like you, yeah. Stimmers, I would just keep running until everyone else was <laughs> everyone tired else and then I'd just up. keep yeah. running. <laughs> yeah. And then, because uh, I'm just a really stubborn asshole. Like, <laughs> when I ran my first marathon, my like they say, like, your coaches are like, oh, you have to have a mantra. What's going to be your mantra? That's what will get you past mile 20. And my mantra was, I'm strong, I'm stubborn, and I can do this. <laughs> it's like, so I did you running around being like, I'm stubborn, I'm stubborn, I'm stubborn, just <laughs> saying that over and over again. I thought um, and, it was just going to be like, fuck you, get out of my way. No, very slow, very slow. In my old age, my knees have gone, so I'm super slow. Um, and basketball, played a ton of basketball. Love yeah. basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I played, I, I played a little bit of that when I was a kid, but I just feel like because it's not a sport we play, like there was no coaching or anything. We didn't know what we were doing. The, the school, no, you the don't get assigned just... like a position or anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just like basketball because it's indoor and we had a basketball Gym. court. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that was it. You know? <laughs> so it was like, but I used to enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, there was no coaching or anything. So there's no, no, never really knew what we were doing at all. That's crazy. Basketball's, I think, the sport I probably know the most about. Yeah. Certainly in terms of like playing, but maybe even in terms of tactics and stuff, even more than soccer. My knowledge of basketball basically extends to the sort of mid 90s console game NBA Jam, was that? NBA Hell Jam yeah. is the and tournament edition, <laughs> which was game. the one that had turbo and catching fire. Oh yeah, I, lo- oh, I love that. Yeah, that was a great game. <laughs> He's heating up. He's, <laughs> He's on, on fire. fire. <laughs> yeah, oh, I used to love that. It was brilliant. Gotta love NBA Jam. There's a bar around here that has an NBA Jam arcade, and I try to go and play oh, whenever I get really? a chance. It's fucking great. I think you can buy it on the Xbox too, like the old editions. 
There's one, yeah, there is one on like the PlayStation. There's like a modern version of the like arcade ones. Yeah. Can't remember what it's called exactly, but it was it wasn't released that long ago. It was like 2010, 2009. Brilliant classic game. And so to finish up on that one, actually, uh, Johnny OG says, which player, past or present, represents your style of play? I don't think I played enough to have a style. No? I mean, tackling-wise, I was Paul Scholes. Absolute dog shit. I just, like, just <laughs> to go in, fucking have that, see you later, you know, and just hope I didn't get a card. I mean, I don't know. I guess it, this is not to do with playing ability at all. But I'd go, I'd, just for position, I'd go Gary Neville, just for the simple fact of, <laughs> What Jamie Carragher said is no kid grows up wanting to be Gary Neville. <laughs> I, I enjoyed no that kid, so much. No, no kid grew up wanting to be me playing football. What about you, Oscar? Yeah, I don't know, man. Who's uh, I'm trying to think back on like Chelsea's long list of mediocre right-backs who, who at least had a decent cross, and really most of them didn't. <laughs> they were just, the like Jose Wazinga just crossing yeah. it to Rosette <laughs> every time. Um but I imagine if I tried to play in the Premier League, I would be Josie Wazinga because I wouldn't have time to cross. Like, they would just be up me the whole time. So I would just be like, ah, panic and just <laughs> cross it into the stands. As Oscar goes, strong and stubborn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm strong, I'm stubborn, and they took the ball. <laughs> Anyone, Chuck? Lee Catamull? No, just Gary Neville. I oh, said yeah, Gary he said sorry, Gary. sorry. I was trying to dig <laughs> you out. And and fuck off, Lee Catamull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shit at football, but I'm still a better footballer than Lee Catamore. <laughs> Big statement. Oh, it's so good that he just forgot that you answered. <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking, oh, I've got to think of a way to dig out Chuck, and then I've made myself look silly. Oh, man, that's it'll come, it, there, there, another opportunity will come around. Just wait. <laughs> good, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Distance runner, just wait for my chance. Exactly. Speaking of which, uh, we had a question from Gina. Uh, is there an embarrassing memory you wish you could erase? Yeah, uh, about four years ago, I started listening to a podcast called The Gaffer Tapes <laughs> and then started a Twitter account and then started talking to this guy called Ian Stimson. Best day of life, probably. Which I never fucking bothered. <laughs> Jesus, you compare him to Lee Catamore once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never even seen you play. Hey, at least no. you made the story. I'm not even in there. Fuck, <laughs> we have a podcast, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> emoji him, Oscar. Emoji him now. Yeah, about it, about I just assumed he'd been doing it the whole time. No, not one yet. It's been a, oh. it's been a clean shot. Wait, no, I'll do a sad emoji for this one because he doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, teary face. You, you know uh, the listeners can't see that, Oscar, yeah? Yeah, well, that's why I said it. I narrated. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'll go. I'll go for an embarrassing story. Um, this one time, I was recording a podcast and I said pomegranate instead. No. Um, Can't remember what episode back. that was now. <sighs> like two or three. It's early on. Yeah, it's really <laughs> early. Right away. That's definitely like our longest running joke. No real answer. Uh, so I, my parents are from Guatemala. I've only been twice ever to visit. One was a few weeks ago, and one was when I was like 14 or 15. We went, and we were at the beach, and there was this truck, and I was like, oh, it's like a food truck. And they were like, no, no, no. You're in a third world country. Don't do that. And I was like, no, no, no. It's like a food truck. I want some chicken. So I went, and I got a bunch of fried chicken for like everybody. I was like, we're going to have this bucket. We're going to share it. It's going to be great. Everyone else was like, no, I'm not eating that. And I was like, great. Fuckers, more for me. <laughs> Fast forward to like five hours later, we're driving home from the beach uh, and we're crossing a river on a bridge. We're like on this narrow bridge, but there was nowhere to pull over. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up right now. We need to pull over. And my dad, who was the one driving, was like, there's nowhere to pull over. You just got to throw up out the window. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. So I roll down the window and I stick my head out of the side and I'm just projectile vomiting off the side of this bridge and as we finish crossing the bridge i look back and i realize that under the bridge because we're in a third world country was a shanty town oh god where like the poorest of poor people in an already poor country live in these like barely put together huts and this asshole american just comes in and just rains <laughs> vomits <laughs> chicken that he's paid for the, 
and like I've never like to this day that is I think the thing that I'm the most ashamed of uh. is that like I went to a third world country and I just vomited all over very very poor people whose lives are already horrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh so that's God. definitely my shameful horrible story that I wish I could erase. I don't I don't know whether that's a more scathing indictment of Americans actually going abroad or just the food preparation practices of Guatemala. <laughs> well, I can't resist some fried chicken. I think it was, that was the dumb part on my part. Like, that's like, I should have known. I was old enough to know better, but I did it anyway. Uh, and they paid the price. <laughs> they paid the price. <laughs> well, I, I have a similar story, um, <laughs> but out the other end. Um, as was required god this must be about five five six years ago now and uh, when I was living in north London and it was it was in the middle of summer and it was quite a nice day and so I woke up early and I thought you know what I'm gonna do today I'm gonna have a nice day I'm gonna go to the supermarket I'm gonna get like a few bits and pieces I'm gonna go to the park I'm gonna read my book and just enjoy it for a few hours before I have to go to work lovely quite nice yes why not can't remember what the book was, so clearly it wasn't that good. So I go to the supermarket, get all my bits and pieces, and blah, 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 blah. Go to the park and start sitting there and just start reading my book, getting out pieces of bread and putting, like, these little, like, dairy leaf slices and ham and just kind of making little sandwiches as I go. <laughs> num, 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 num. High-class picnic. Carry on. Yeah, but I, I'm in North London, mate. Fucking come on. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting in the park... And so it gets to a couple of hours later and I go, okay, well, time to go. So I pack up all my things and start walking around the corner to the bus stop and get on the bus, which is going to take me from the Seven Sisters area into um, central London. Now, I don't know if anybody else has this, but sometimes when you spend a day out in the sun, sometimes you feel like you might need a poo. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe it is just me. So I'm on this bus and sitting on the top deck and I just think, oh, actually, maybe I should have gone to the toilet. Hmm. Oh, well, it's okay. It's only about a half an hour bus ride. (laughs) I can hold that. Of course. Two minutes later, it feels like the gates of hell are going to open and spill forth from my trousers. Now, I'm sitting on this bus, which is going over speed bumps, going around corners. (laughs) It's a boiling hot day. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the chair... And it's so hard to hold it in. I have my hands on both sides of the chair and have my hips thrust forward. So I'm not no longer <laughs> sitting in the chair, but just kind of straight across the top back of the chair, the edge of the seat down to the floor. Just thinking, oh, God, oh, God, please don't shit yourself on a fucking bus <laughs> in North London at four o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, if you are going to shit yourself, a public bus is the way to go. Yeah, and to be honest, it wouldn't have been the weirdest thing that happened in that area that day. So, still. Meanwhile, <laughs> as I know the bus route, I think to myself, fuck, where can I go? Where can I go? Going past all these little shops and yeah. uh, kebab places where I'm like, right, they're not going to have a toilet. Then I think to myself, ah, oh, two bus stops time, there's a McDonald's. Great, I can go in there. Was that? bus stops at both of the other stops and I'm still in this position just going oh my god and it's gurgling it feels like it's going to spill forth eventually manage to get off the bus doing doing the need to poo walk down the stairs like <laughs> sucking, sucking your ass in like just kind of waddling and I'm sure I made the noise ah going down this high street because it wasn't just get off the bus and go straight in McDonald's it was get off the bus Walk for about two, three minutes along a busy main road to then get to this big drive-through McDonald's. Yes, it also had a (laughs) drive-through. Did you partake of the (laughs) drive-through? Funnily enough, no. Did a drive-by. I managed to make it running, well, a vodka pass for running, all the way to this McDonald's and get in. And as I'm just about to go into the men's toilet, this really old man goes in with his walking stick. And so I'm just kind of stuck behind him like, oh, I, can't, this guy. I can't get past. <laughs> I can't get past. I can't do it. And he goes into the men's toilet and uses the, the one only cubicle. cubicle. Oh. oh, my God. Locks the door. And I just think, 
fuck, fuck. I look around, see if there's another cubicle hidden somewhere. Maybe there's like a fake wall or something, but there's just two urinals. And I think the way this is going to go, that's, I mean, it will go through that hole, but fuck <laughs> me, it will hit everywhere else. It's not the floor though, is it? Nope. So came out of the men's toilet and saw there was a disabled toilet, but it's one of those ones that's permanently locked and you have to ask at the front desk if you can have the key. Jesus Christ. There was no time for this. We were full on danger close. <laughs> I went straight for the women's toilet. Yes. straight through the front door into the cubicle no sooner had my trousers come off of my ass that it just thundered out of me audibly hugely <laughs> we call that battle shits over here oh dude <laughs> jesus christ this was fucking hiroshima shits like it was that bad and I hear like a few women talking like different cubicles. <laughs> Luckily, yes. there was no one like outside a cubicle at the time. Yes. And I'm trying as hard as possible not to make any discerningly manly noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse Just me. Like, oh, oh, oh. oh my! Just passing out of me. Heavens and to it just Betsy. kept going, kept going, kept going. <laughs> oh, good gracious! Sorry, I'm in full winds <laughs> mode there. Sorry. <laughs> Heavens to so, <laughs> so I, I'm sitting there and thank God there was toilet paper in there because fuck me, I've had the opposite happen far too many times. Oh, yeah. Always oh, always check before you drop, guys. Always check. Um, so <laughs> after this lessons. has gone on for about a good five, ten minutes, it then gets to the point where there's now women outside like just in the toilet in general, like washing their hands. Bloody and every women. time one leaves, a new one seems to come in. And I just think, well, I can't, I can't leave now. Like I can't, I can't, <laughs> oh, I've just done this yes, horrendous shit where I've heard people talking. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do it. So I then sat there for about another 15 minutes, just kind of checking my watch going <laughs> no. like, you just walk out. All right, girls. It's definitely weirder that you were just sitting in the women's toilet, like (laughs) listening to them. (laughs) That's so much worse. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, I realised that there was a break in in the room, and just thought, "Fuck it, I need to go." So, barreled straight out of the room, didn't wash my hands, went out, and because uh, hygienic, went in the men's toilet to wash my hands because he's a thinker. And then thought, well, as I left, I thought, well, don't want to be that guy that just goes into somewhere and shits everywhere. So went and bought myself a McFlurry so I wouldn't be too suspicious and enjoyed a nice ice cream as I, I then travelled to work. I think you'd just had a McFlurry. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. And that is one of the worst situations of my life that if I could go back and change, I would not go to the dodgy little supermarket that I went to in North London. Yeah. I'd and... be so stressed. That would take years off my already short life. That that sounds fucking horrendous. Worst day of my life. Well, the other story I chose not to tell is very much along the same lines and <clears throat> just it ends with a tree stump. Let's just, I'll leave that mystery let's, here let's for some later for date. Time. Yeah, oh exactly. Stimmers, you have to tell a story about peeing yourself now because we got vomit and we got poop, so. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, I, okay, yeah, as a kid, um, this is very short, but as a, as a, how old would I have been? I would have been six and I was a bullshit little shit back then. And, back then. Um, yeah, back then. And mm. uh, I, I probably would have been diagnosed with ADHD, but that wasn't a thing back then. I was just a little shit. So it was the teacher wouldn't let me go to the toilet um, because it had just been break time. So I deliberately pissed myself because <laughs> I was just like, like, I'm not having that. Even at six, I mean, that's just a ridiculous thing to think. I'm not having that. So I'm going to sabotage myself for the rest of the day and piss myself. Is that some sort of revenge? I don't, yeah, I don't understand what... Uh, another one was... Uh, when I was about four or five, uh, we were having a uh, a picnic, and uh, it was somewhere in the Pennines. Lovely, and um, my mum. I said I needed a toilet. My mum said, "Oh, just go in that bush over there." I went over, 
got my knob out, started to have a wee, and then somehow like tripped or something and fell into this like bush with my knob out and it was stinging nettles. Like she hadn't <laughs> oh, like oh. she hadn't seen what it was. I'll just go over there and have a wee, it's fine, no one's around. And I fell like fucking head and knob first into these stinging nettles and were bawling my eyes out immediately. And then some fucking like park ranger or something i was coming round and i'm when like rub the dock leave on your dick no but said something about oh well if you take the if it's in flower you can take the flower out and that's better than the dock leaf and rub that around i'm like even at like that age i'm like so i'll do it <laughs> like, get the <laughs> fuck away from me and it's just like, oh yeah that was awful as an adult embarrassing story as an adult you let him rub the flower on your dick (laughs) as an adult i went back and said all right mate where's these flowers (laughs) but as as an adult probably one of the worst ones was um so i used to work at sky and i would always stay over um so obviously i live in peterborough but i work work in london and i'd stay over on a friday night all the time in uh a very low budget uh it was a travel lodge, but Oscar won't know what a travel lodge is. But it's a we have travel lodge. You have travel lodge. It's I didn't know yeah. it's international. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I'd stay in one of them every Friday night, and I'd always try and eat at work before I went there. So I grabbed a, a pizza from work. Um, drove, but it I, the travel lodge was only like down the road, so I saved it, took it to took it to the hotel room, and um, I got into my hotel room. I ate my pizza and it's a big pizza I immediately needed a shit and so I went into the toilet and even though I was in the hotel room on my own I still sort of closed the door and did I lock it I don't know but I closed the door and I go to look in the toilet and it's fucking horrific like someone's either it looks like someone's been sick on top of their shit it's fucking not like just it was just a fucking car crash and i'm like great okay this this room's not been cleaned so i go (laughs) i'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to the concierge (laughs) if i can find the fucker so i go to like you know get get out of the bathroom i touch the sort of handle and it comes off in my hand and like I cannot get out of the room because I've got the hand, the hand has just come off in my hand. So I'm left with someone else's shit, sick, whatever in this tiny little bar. And I can't, so it takes me about two minutes to sort of jimmy the handle back in so as I can get out of the room. <laughs> so I get out of the room and I sort of uh, grab my bag and I go down to reception and I say, look, my room's obviously not been cleaned. Some, you know, there's something really dodgy in the toilet and by the way the the handle of your toilet came off in my hand while i was there and i sort of put the handle on the desk they seemed to find it quite amusing i brought the handle down with me but it was still in my hand so i just sort of like put it down on the desk there's the handle so oh i'm really sorry some of the rooms have been uh renovated we weren't sure which ones had been cleaned sorry really sorry blah 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 i'm like okay like i'm trying to sort of you know, trying to be authoritative and sort of like, oh, I need a new room. Right, okay, fine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We'll get you a new room. Okay, fine. Get get a new room. Go in. Go into the bathroom, sort of like, look in the mirror. I've got a, a massive bit of chicken still on my face from the pizza that I'd eaten. And like, I've gone down to reception and tried to like really be, this is not acceptable, blah, blah. And I've got a fucking whole chicken basically on the side <laughs> of my face. And they didn't mention it once or whatever. And I'm like putting the fucking handle down and this is not acceptable. But it was, yeah, I felt like a right twat after that because I was just chicken and pizza sauce smeared over my face. That's awesome. I was fully expecting the ending of that story to be that you heard giggling from in the shower and someone goes, heavens to Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Chuck pops out and is like, surprise, bitch, I shit in your room. (laughs) I'm just like, Oscar, why are you pretending to be a lady in my shower? (laughs) (laughs) Heavens to Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's the episode title anyway. Yeah, heavens to Betsy for sure. Okay, so we've got one more question as well. Um, Mike McGibney asks, 
and I know the answer with Oscar, but have you got any tattoos and why? Now, I haven't got any tattoos because, you know, you don't graffiti the Mona Lisa. But um, <laughs> I know you have, Oscar. I know you're heavily tatted up. But Chuck, have you got anything? I've got one shit tattoo on my shoulder that I got when I was 16. Of you. What have you got? I want to hear about that. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, if, it's effectively a glorified triangle. Okay. Yeah. Why a triangle? And what do you mean glorified? Glorified, Cause, yeah. Because it's like a tribal spiky thing that is shaped like a triangle. And uh, I was 16 and my mum really? was paying for it. Your so, mum paid for it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Amazing. Common as muck, me, you know. So When I was 17, yeah. I nearly got one of those like tribal band things around you know your bicep or whatever yeah yeah and like... i tell you what this this very much plays into the anything you could change question <laughs> fuck really? that tattoo <laughs> oh yeah fuck that That's like funny. i hate it so much right so this is the oscar half hour so go on oscar. yeah yeah I, I won't go too long although um for anyone out there who's young and hasn't decided whether or not to get a tattoo i would just say that my rule is always to meet with an artist come up with a final design be like wow i really love this design i'm excited about it Stick it on a shelf for two years. If you still want it two years later, you're probably not going to regret it. And I would say, hit 16, convince your mum, go down to a <laughs> tattoo place, literally just pick anything out of the fucking book because you want a tattoo that day, and the one you actually <laughs> oh want God. is too expensive for her, and get that one. Yeah, do that, do that. That's hey. awesome. Then Go live on, with regret because that will treat that will teach life you lesson. more about life than you than any fucking responsibility you ever will. Don't listen to Oscar. He's a fucking stats nerd. <laughs> facts. Big facts. So, um, go on, Oscar. What no, I mean, got? obviously, I won't go through all of them because I have a lot, but I'll just talk about a couple of my favorite ones. Uh, the first one I ever got was the Chelsea Lion. Um, so the lion right from the middle of the badge on my right shoulder. You guys, obviously, listeners can't see that, but I'm showing Chuck mm-hmm. and Ian. How old were you? Uh, shit, that was 2010, so I would have been 22. So I decided I wanted the lion probably in like 2008 or seven. I sat on the design for two years and then I liked it. So I, I got it. Um, went back and added a star when we won the Champions League. So that was cool. Uh, what else? Right after I got married, I got a Star Wars tattoo. Um, it's the Rebel Alliance symbol, but then inside of it, really like style as the artist was fucking brilliant, um, is R2-D2 and C-3PO outside of like the, the Tatooine hut where they first met Luke. Um, and the reason for that being that the wife and I kind of think of ourselves as R2-D2 and C-3PO. Um, so they were our cake toppers at our wedding. Uh, we're <laughs> super fucking nerdy, as you guys can imagine. <laughs> oh, so amazing. I got that one kind of like, you know, they're like home. So it's like a home. They're making a home together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I got that one. Um, and right now I'm in the middle of a sleeve, which you guys have seen. Yeah. And my last session is actually on Saturday. So two days from today. I'm going to sit down for eight more hours and hopefully the sleeve will be completed on then. Because I'm like, I want to say like 16 hours in, 20 hours into this sleeve. Yeah, it's Um, been a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been going since October. I'll just go in for a session every every once in a while. I I love how it's coming out. Amazing so far. But I kind of want to be done with it too. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's like super expensive and it's just been a long time going. But yeah. Those are my those are my probably two or three favorite tattoos. Good stuff. Well, um, that's that's it for questions. But I mean, I think we've uh, gone nicely miles offside there. I enjoyed that. Uh, if you've got any more questions, uh, you can get us on Twitter at Miles Offside Pod and uh, Facebook as Miles Offside as well. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And also, if you could review us wherever you get your pods, give us a five star review. That would really help other people find us. Uh, subscribe and all that good stuff that'd be great all that delicious podcast goodness mm, please creamy podcast yeah it goodness. goes mm, creamy creamy podcast this is as close as you can get to a podcast without getting your eyes wet beautiful um, <laughs> beautiful Oscar no fucking idea what no we idea. just did no um, zero nope <laughs> zero um, so Mighty Boo Shallon Partridge The Office all things we've got to get Oscar to watch yes yeah, so you can get us get onto us for questions. Also, um, this is our, your last call. Um, probably by the time you hear this, you will just have this evening or the next few hours to enter the Miles Offside Predictor League. 
Uh, all you have to do is send us your predictions of where all 20 teams will place in the league for this year. It's completely free to enter. You can do this on Twitter, Facebook, by email to milesoffsidepod at gmail.com. Carry a uh, pigeon to Peterborough. I'll find it. Yeah. I'll find yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Send him a raven. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> to the north of the wall. I don't know. I haven't watched Game of Thrones for a long time. I literally can't remember any of the references. Yeah, there you go. A Londoner thinking that Peterborough's the north. Carry on. Oh, it's up there. Fuck off. You're all north. <laughs> We have the same thing in New York State over here where it's like, if you're above Westchester County, you're upstate. But everyone upstate is like, fuck off. There's like so much land up here. Exactly. We didn't want it. So you can just fuck off and have that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, So send that in to us and the winner will get a 51 pound gift card um, to the Premier League team of their choice. Or if it's not Premier League team, championship team. I suppose the lower down the leagues you support, the further the money you'll the go. The more you'll get, so, yeah. <laughs> and um, if, you're, uh, if your club doesn't have a team store because you support so far down the table, uh, we'll pay for a one-night stay at the Travelodge that Ian had <laughs> 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 an emergency situation. Yeah, I believe they have preserved that room as was. Um, it is so legendary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so entries, the last entry will be accepted at uh, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> British summertime so on Saturday. Or like six thirty uh, a.m. Eastern in America, uh, or like three thirty Pacific. Like someone, someone yeah. comes in at eleven thirty-one. Chuck's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I fucking will be as well. And what time is that in India for our Indian listeners? Hashtag big in India. We do have a few. Yeah, we've had a couple of downloads from Barbados, Isle of Man. Don't think they're in a different time zone. Um, <laughs> they're in a different era I can tell you that much yeah. Spain, don't slag off the listeners Chuck yeah come on we actually have one there make fun of places that we don't have listeners it's the if Isle you're... of Man, it's alright yeah. it's not a country, it's England, it's fine I've just slagged off the whole north and I've Fair just slagged enough. off the Isle of Man I did Milton Keynes last yeah, week yeah Milton Keynes got it last week uh, you are an equal opportunities I hate everyone xenophobe <laughs> can't remember where where else we got downloads from many exotic places mm. and the isle of man and the isle of man <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so as we said right at the start of the episode uh domestic football will be back this weekend thank god for that yes thank god it feels like it's been gone for ages and it's been only four oh, games played oh. oh we need more speaking of which i got my tickets for the top of the table clash peter portsmouth on saturday Oh my god, I'm so excited for that. Yes. First versus will... second, here we go. First versus second, both teams unbeaten. Yep. Oh, Ooh. super delicious. delicious. All tickets, going to be a sellout at London Road. Beautiful. Excellent stuff. Which, which never happens. Like we get <laughs> we get about 5,000 5, people in a 15,000 seat stadium usually. Oh, I thought that was it. I thought you were going to say about five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And some guy's dog. Yeah. Well, if if you're not wanting to see something that's as, you know, high profile as Peterborough versus Portsmouth, um, then get a load of these fixtures for the Premier League this weekend. We've got Spurs fine. at home to Liverpool. Fine, we'll do the uh, Premier League. Carry on. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Yeah, fine. Sorry, are we not doing League, league One? League One, yeah. Who are Oxford playing? No, no sorry. Um, yeah, do the Premier League. Do the Premier League. Barnsley? <laughs> I don't know. I know they're in League One. Wycombe Wanderers? Is that a team? Who? Did you say? What? Wick- Wickham Wanderers? He Wycombe nearly Wanderers? said Wycombe, didn't he? Did he you just say Wycombe? Wycombe? I said it the first time I did. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> and then you both looked at me. I was like, shit, it's definitely Wickham. Right, <laughs> 100% Wickham. So yeah, so Spurs Liverpool as the 12.30 game. Bournemouth Leicester, Chelsea Cardiff, Huddersfield Palace, Man City Fulham, Newcastle Arsenal as the 3 o'clock games on Saturday. Then Watford Man United on at 5.30. Sunday, you've got Wolves against Burnley, Everton, West Ham, and then on Monday night, Monday night football. God, this fucking shit. You have got the epic South Coast clash <laughs> of Southampton against Brighton. Yeah, that's the one they all want. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no one's paying for that. that. <laughs> Give that one a miss. Yeah, people have genuinely paid to watch that game. Well done, Sky. Um... <laughs> 
He's fine. You don't work for him anymore. I can say. No, no, it's like I'm off. Go <laughs> um, for it. Any any of those games stick out to you, gentlemen? That you're really looking forward to, apart from seeing your own teams? Or uh, I mean, obviously, Spurs Liverpool is going to be good. So that's we can just ignore that. But that's a good way to start the weekend. Um, not interesting to say that it's going to be good, but it's going to be good. I'm very excited to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. I know it's my own team, but I want to see if they can keep doing it and stay even with Liverpool and keep winning. Did you uh, um, see Neil Warnock's comments about how he's No, gonna... I didn't. No. What did he say? And can so, you say it in his voice? No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I could... Because that would be really ripping off the football ramble because Marcus Speller <laughs> does such a good Neil Warnock that I'm Aww. not going to go near it. But, um, it, yeah, no, he said, uh, we're not going to... Uh, Cardiff aren't going to survive, like, just sitting back for the 90 minutes. Like, they're not going to be able to keep Chelsea out for 90 minutes, so they might as well play them. So congratulations on your 7-0 win, Oscar. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just it's, got... it's fantastic. It made me so happy when he said that after the Arsenal game. He was like, well, we can't, we can't defend against <laughs> oh, you're them, so we may beautiful. as well attack. <laughs> I'll, I'll steal it. I'll, I'll fucking hijack. I just love him. I think Neil Warnock's great. I always have. From all yeah. of his spells at Palace and everything, he's amazing. Good value. Um, yeah, he's just, he just wants to attack team. So brilliant. Yeah. That could be oh, crazy. That, that just, I got fully erect. <laughs> <laughs> so excited when you said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Chuck, what are you into this weekend? Um, uh, Palace Huddersfield, of course. Sure. Um, we're probably going to lose. It doesn't matter. Uh, there we go, guys. Jeez. Game week five. And I've doubted everything already. There we yeah. <laughs> um, Newcastle Arsenal. That sticks out to me. Um, yeah. featuring Arsenal again as kind of my pick after the last one against Cardiff right? I thought Cardiff could do something against them um, which they did obviously scoring two goals against Arsenal was pretty embarrassing um, I think Newcastle uh, Rafa Benitez does set up well for big yeah, teams absolutely. and big challenges and it, it's not easy for any team to go to St James's Park however, in, however much in disarray they may be at the minute so I think he'll have really targeted that game and um, you can be solid at the back and maybe nick something against them. So I think either way, it could be quite an interesting game, that one. Mm. Nice. Stimmers, you got an eye on anything? Well, we uh, just because we mentioned um, how much Burnley have got to pull out of their slump, um, I think we said last week about how they've got to do something in the next four games. So if they can't do something against Wolves on Sunday, the pressure's really on. So... That that could be a good game because I mean Wolves have been decent so yeah that, that I mean it's a bit boring mid table bottom of the table whatever but it could be a good game. Yeah, similarly the other Sunday game West Ham playing and we yeah. talked last week about yeah. how West Ham need to turn it around. I feel like Everton isn't the hardest place to go no. uh, lately. So no, they, but they when West, need a Ham Everton, West Ham Everton is always a good fixture. I've got I've got two friends of mine who got married last year. Um, and he's a West Ham fan and she's an Everton fan, so it always piques my interest, that one. And he, <laughs> he he has had to get many... Speaking of tattoos earlier and a bit of a callback, he's had to get many tattoos as punishments for making stupid bets with friends. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say with his missus. Uh, yeah, no, last year was with his missus. Uh, the loser, who, whoever's team finished below the other one, had to get a tattoo of Daffy Duck in the opposite team's kit. Fucking hell. So he has a tattoo of Daffy Duck in an Everton kit. That's the um, most fucking hipster story I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm like angry right now at how hipster I love that them. is. I love them both, but they are quite hipster. <laughs> she works at a zoo. She used to work for Bill Bailey looking after his animal collection in his house for a little while. That's quite, that's incredible. Quite a crazy. cool job. Yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of horrible tattoos, though, just completely taking the smiles offside like we do. Uh, did you guys see the news story about what Domino's Pizza did to people in the U.S.? Yep. No. You did? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Chuck, I'll, t- I'll tell you. They had a promotion going where if you got a tattoo of the Domino's Pizza logo and you, like, showed it to them on social media or you went to, like, I don't know exactly how you showed it to them, you got a year of free pizza. Is that all? Yeah, that all a you have year. To do Not even year a lifetime. Pe- no, 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 no. I don't mean is the that all around, you get. Yeah. I mean, is that all you have to do to get a year's worth of pizza? Because I'll get fucking Domino's tattooed all over this motherfucker. Just doing it now. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so here's scratching the... it in with a biro. <laughs> oh my god. Well, here's the plot twist: is they didn't anticipate that there were so many chucks out there because <laughs> everyone went out and did it, and they were like, "Uh, yeah. just kidding, guys." 
too many yeah. of you did this, so we're not actually going to give you free pizza. But now you don't so know. now there's a bunch of fucking people walking around with Domino's tattoos. Fuck Domino's. No fucking Boycott reason. Domino's. But if you're like the, uh, you know, because they're just franchises, aren't they? If you're like the local manager and someone comes in and shows you a tattoo, you just give them a free pizza, don't you, for the fuck it, you know, because... I mean that's so. It's not bad. how small business works, Ian. You can't no. just you can't just keep giving away stuff like that. You know? No. Okay. I've 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 never worked <laughs> for any tiny company. I've only ever worked it... for Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, though, like something caught my eye with KFC that they were paying ten thousand dollars to anyone who named their child after Colonel Sanders, oh, which is like Harland. James or something, I want to say. So how many million people did it? I am very much considering it for my child. Yeah, that's enough to make me want to maybe have a child. (laughs) Except no, not at all. But but if it was free KFC, I'd be like, oh, I'll procreate for some free KFC. (laughs) And then vomit over some Guatemalans. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, then on, on that amazing callback to throwing up on the needy, um, I think I think that's venturing, not so much miles offside, but maybe sort of light years um, offside for this week. So, thank you very much. Um, welcome back to the Premier League. So long, international break. Yeah, that's right. Full turncoat. Sick of it. Um, say goodbye, Oscar. Goodbye, Oscar. Ian, say goodbye. Happens to Betsy. <laughs> 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 thank you very much guys take care